so we have a lot on our document, but I feel like it's deceiving yes. because we, we don't actually have <laughs> much to talk about, but we do, but we right. don't. This is yeah. just, it's just a list. Like you're going to tell me, hey, the Ahsoka right. show is coming in 2023 and I'm going to say, all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's going to be a fun one today. I have more uh, alcoholic Mountain Dew. We've got a bunch of Star Wars news Code to talk about. Code red tonight. Ow. I just hit my oh, hit hand on my desk. <laughs> the, the desk jumped right out at you. It sure did. Came out of nowhere. Um, yeah, all, all sorts of stuff to talk about uh, today. Sam is already in the chat. What's up, Sam? How are you? Hi, Sam. Hope you're doing well. Um. Yeah, so everyone, welcome. Welcome one and all to the Whatnots Captain's Log number 189. Yes. Um, True. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, uh-huh. what's going on with you? How's, how's your week been? It's good. I'm drinking out of my donkey glass. Haven't done that in a while. Feels nice. Donkey and Puss in Boots are both on this collectible glass from the film Shrek 3. <laughs> Is this like Shrek the third Shrek the third? Is this one of those like Burger King or McDonald's like collectible glasses like they used to do back in the day? Yeah, I see a McDonald's on the bottom. Amazing. Sam says she sees a dragon on 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 the cup. Yeah, it's just sort of like a clip art dragon, though. It's not like Donkey's actual wife. Uh, I might have her in another glass. I don't remember. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I, I, I have my uh, alcoholic Mountain Dew. It, it, it's not exactly um, code red. It's black cherry is the thing. Which okay. Cherry is kind of the flavors they put in code red. So it's basically I never the same. really thought about it. I thought it was just red flavor. It's, it's like amalgamated red. There's probably like, some other all flavors the mini in there, reds. too. Right. But strawberry, hot cinnamon, ragu. <laughs> so speaking of hot cinnamon, I saw, when I bought all of this Mountain Dew, I saw more of the f- the flaming hot Mountain Dew, which I thought oh. was supposed to be a like limited time only thing. So apparently the the, the can that he is like super blurred <laughs> right back it's there. Oh, it's on display. It's been on display since I got it. Wow. Uh, it's back there. It now seen. is worthless because it's not uh, <laughs> It's no longer well, limited. It, I mean, it might have been a limited supply, but like if Walmart well, doesn't sell out of those cans in three weeks, it's not like they're like, OK, put them in back the back. Now. Let it's them cover with dust. Like it was sold out everywhere because you could only get it. Oh, on their store on their website uh and then of course scalpers started putting them online elsewhere that's how i got one uh, <laughs> but uh yeah I, I i saw it there and i was like oh man there's more flaming hot mountain dew that's kind of wild wait i thought that was limited oh no that means my can's not special anymore <laughs> <laughs> We've all learned this lesson. Like beanie babies won't get you much. Right. Uh, <laughs> trading cards. I mean, certain ones will. Certain ones. Tra- still, and trading cards still have kind of come back. So maybe we look forward in the future to a can in collectible, uh, <laughs> big trade in collectible soda cans for novelty sodas. Interesting. So I just had my first sip of the black ch- cherry, um, alcohol hard Mountain Dew. Um, Mm. This can is black and red, um, as you might much like Darth Maul, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and it has a bear on the front here. I I don't know how you guys can see that one, but yeah, Um, it's. I think I like this one better than the regular Mountain Dew. Okay, because I I feel like this is like. What what like we've we've looked at it in the past, but like there is no distinct like Mountain Dew flavoring is this one thing. Yeah, it's kind of an amalgamation of stuff. But since this is more <laughs> lemon like, and lime right? being yeah. that stuff. Right. So it, it 
feels like this is a much more like succinct flavor if that makes mm. sense I had a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever tasted the difference between black cherry and regular cherry? If you are given a black cherry product, do you know that, that that's what it is? If you are given a regular cherry product when you're expecting black cherry, are you disappointed? I feel like black cherry is one of those marketing techniques that they do to try and like make it edgy. Like market it for men, <laughs> right? R- really, because I am seeing a black cherry Yankee candle. Uh, not to say that a man or anyone oh, of any gender can love a Yankee candle. Is, does the flame burn in your heart? Yankee candle is for you. I, I'm seeing it in like sorbet yogurt. Yeah. I don't know if black cherry actually has a different flavor. I'm going to I'll have to get two cherries and try it out for myself. Yeah. Um, but only two cherries, only one of each. It's like it's, go to the farmer's market, right. ask them to give me a single of each batch of cherry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I feel like it is more of a marketing technique or even mm. like, I mean, they, they, they do it double on here because it's hard Mountain Dew, right? Like. Like regular mm. Mountain Dew is soft. It's for babies. <laughs> right? That's Nerf Mountain Dew. This is like a real football. Yeah, exactly. It's hard Mountain Dew. Black cherry. Right. This is extra edgy. What so. other fruits need modifiers beyond the black cherry? Sometimes you get a blood orange, which Ooh. I know is a separate fruit, but I've yep. honestly also never tasted the difference between regular and blood orange. Do we need um, like uh, intimidating banana? I, <laughs> I, I don't know if intimidating banana is the one that will uh, light the fire in, in everyone's hearts to, to, to go <laughs> pick up whatever it is. Um, no, I, I don't support negging, but if you apply the like- strategy to a food, would it work? Like if there was a ban- like a banana flavored popsicle or something. And it's like, you cannot handle this banana. I might say, no, I, I can. Don't tell me I can't. I'm desperate to impress the banana now. I take well, it home. See, I, 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 feel, I feel like you have to use this like kind of common. I, I, I guess it's fairly common knowledge that like I think we've mentioned it here on the podcast before, but like the banana flavor that we know yes. now is not a real banana. So you have to market it like less as like intimidating banana, but like original banana or like OG b- original banana. banana. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And then I don't I have I had anything that's flavored like the regular bananas we have now. I don't know. I think they're all flavored like the extremely rare, nearly extinct Big Mike banana. Yeah. And Which like, is honestly all you need to call it. That's Big Mike. <laughs> Big Mike banana. <laughs> um, but like, it, like I feel like you can also do. I'm, I'm like, wheels are spinning in my head here. I'm thinking, okay. <laughs> this is a lot of noises. <laughs> um, I feel like you could almost rebrand sour apple as poison apple. Ooh, that'd be inter- interesting. I've, of course, no one would probably want to buy it if it's poison, but it is like people would people do it. People understand the difference between like people are going to know this is a joke. I can't really buy a poison Jolly Rancher on the shelf at my local CVS. Well, you never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, 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 I feel like you could do something like that. There's there's still all of those like cotton candy grapes and oh yeah stuff those like are that. good um so if would, you had the cosmic those... crisp apple i don't think i have it's like the king of apples it's big the ones i've gotten are huge mm-hmm. picture like not your fist but like your dad's fist or the biggest dad you know picture like that fist and that's how big this apple is Big old it's dad fist. The- <laughs> Thinking of it right now. It's called-, <laughs> it's called the Cosmic Crisp because it's got all these little 
speckles on it that almost look like a star effect, right? Interesting. Okay. And it stays fresh for a very, very, very long time. And it's juicy. It's flavorful. I loved it. I brought them to my family for Christmas. Like I went to each. Yeah. Christmas 2020 for each household, for each family member. I'm like, here's one big apple for you. (laughs) Think of me. (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. What else? uh, What else could use a good modifier? I feel like. Pear needs the help. Pear absolutely needs the help. Pear, ne- first off, pear is so rare, you could just put pear on something, and that would draw on the crowds of me and other secret pear fans. But maybe that's why pear is so rare. It doesn't secret sound pear. cool enough. That's it. Secret pear! Secret pear! You're in the, you're in the know. You're, if you're like a pear fan, you're in the club. It's like you got on this fruit before it was big. <laughs> <laughs> I, I happen to not be one of those people. I'm, I'm not big on pear flavors or a pear itself um but that, that, that I'm, I'm not gonna like not eat it and it's just not my favorite so mm. there you go it's never anyone's favorite <laughs> poor pear poor pear uh but yeah so that's that's my my update on uh heart mountain dew black okay cherry code red i like that well dude better. black cherry uh it is it's like not officially code red but it's like uh notice there is red it's coded alert red, red. <laughs> right it's coded red this is better than regular uh and we're going to develop a sliding scale and next yeah. week and the week I, after you will rank them all the last thing i will say is that i feel like you could taste the alcohol more in the regular one like it had that alcohol okay. like that g- generic alcohol aftertaste which i think the cherry masks it in this one here so there you go that's our little Mountain Dew segment there. <laughs> uh, That's our little way, Mountain Dew segment there. By the way, Sam, thank you for the correction on the pronouns. Um, uh, let's see. What else do we got here? We, 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 we have all sorts of stuff uh, to talk about. But the first thing that I wanted to mention here is the Eisner Award nominations. Now, Okay. Are you familiar with what the Eisner Awards? I mean, I'm sure you can figure it out by what I have written (laughs) down here. But have you heard of them before? Are you familiar with the Eisners? You I am. Yes. They were named after Will Eisner, the guy who did the spirit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, So they they announced the Eisner Award nominations today uh which is yeah they're just like best ongoing series best writer best letterer it's it's all for comics and stuff like that so they have a whole list uh on comiccon.org um which i i'm not going to go through the 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 whole list of all these nominations cuz it's only mm-hmm. nominations but i thought i uh, should mention a couple of these because a few of them are things that we have covered yeah. on the review show or creators we've uh, done something of on the review show. Um, so first up in best ongoing series, something is killing the children was one of the nominees, which we did that last year for Halloween on the review show. Yeah. Um, so excellent good on it for uh for making best ongoing series and then to follow that up james tinney in the fourth uh who writes something is killing the children was nominated for best writer um yeah he's also writing a book that i am reading uh, which i think is also on like best ongoing series or something like that called department of truth um which is a really really good one uh, that I enjoy I've a lot. of that one. It's it's also it's also a horror book, but it, it's very unconventional. It's uh-huh. it's about the nature of truth and what people believe, and like how like how belief in something can affect whether something is real or not. And so it's it it it's more on like conspiracy theories and like creatures or monsters that like we're unsure if they exist or not 
as well as uh, like political scandals and stuff like that. And just how hmm. if if the majority of people believe something is true, then it kind of becomes true. Um, and so there's there's a department like a secret department of the government that is trying to keep these beliefs in check and and stuff like that so you get so you guys don't all start believing in cthulhu and you know all, mm. all of a sudden he exists because just so oh. many people believe right um so, yeah it's it's really good it's fascinating uh but yeah, yeah. congrats to james Tinian for getting nominated for mm-hmm. best writer. Uh, and then I know I've mentioned on the show many times, the many deaths of Lila star. That's one of my mm. favorite books of recent years. And I think I might put it up there as like one of my favorite comics period. Oh, um, it got uh, nominated for best limited series. Uh, and then its creators, uh, Ram V uh, was nominated for best writer. And Felipe Andrade was nominated for the best penciler and inker. Uh, and and uh, he was also nominated as the best coloring along with Inez Amaro, who all worked on that 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 book there. Um, so congratulations to them. Very nice. And last but not least, uh, Bubble. One Bubble. For best adaption from another medium. That's when I was like, oh my God, that like we did that so long ago on the radio show. It's an audio drama. Yeah, it's a very fun like audio sitcom. Yeah, and then it was adapted into a a graphic novel, and it's by uh, podcaster Jordan Morris, among other creative forces. But I listen to Jordan Morris's podcast, Jordan Jesse Go, every week. Uh, and he's talked about it a lot, and he's he's very proud. I'm That's very awesome. happy for him. That's so. I'm gonna cool. have to. I'm gonna have to pick this one up. Yeah, yeah, it's it's an interesting one for sure. Uh, so congratulations to all all of those people and creators and books and stuff like that. Comics are cool. Comics are fun. comics. Cool. They, sure they really are. Um. Well, there you go. That's that's. That stuff. Um, what do you want to do next? Tell me this Paul Bay one. No, okay. it's Paul Bay. Paul Bay is next. Still, Let's still do the all the comic stuff. Of comics, yeah. Uh, so we got to interview Paul Bay a while back. That mm-hmm. was last year sometime. Um, we've been fans of Paul Bay and his work uh, for a while. Uh, he's done some podcasts. He's written books. He writes for TV. He has an upcoming show uh with daniel day kim starring in it um all sorts of neat stuff but um we we also he he did a an audio drama podcast for marvel uh a while back which we also covered on the Mm -hmm. review show um and i guess marvel asked him to write the introduction to Marvel Voices Identity, issue one, um, which is kind of a series that Marvel has been doing. I don't know how new it is, but it's fairly recent um, in in and it's a series that highlights different creators uh, of uh, who are people of color, different ethnicities, stuff like that. And since uh, this month is is asian pacific american mm-hmm. appreciation uh month uh they're putting out one for uh those creators and he got to write the intro so uh, nice. there you go i think it's out today if i'm not mistaken ah, i think it is wednesday uh, yes. that's comic day in indeed so uh good on paul bay tip of the hat congratulations so that's cool that's fun um but yeah that's that's kind of it for like comic book stuff um that that we got here we we got a a few other like pop culture news things that we can dive into um we can do i feel like i've been dominating most of the conversation though so 
how about we we, <laughs> how we f- about finish up this first half of the podcast with uh, your question that that you've written down here? I no, we like don't have to. Big... We don't. Sure. No, no. Let's let's do this big news chunk. Okay. Okay. Let's knock them all out. Did good. For, well, Man. let's clap. Let's clap for Paul Bay. Now let's talk about Stan Lee. This is yes. a, a news item I hadn't heard about. This d- dropped today. Uh, to be honest, not sure how I feel about this. This is a bit of a strange one. Uh, but Marvel has made a deal um, with to, to so that they can use Stan Lee's likeness in future MCU projects for the next twenty years. And I, like, I, mean, I, I love Stan, Stan Lee. Fantastic. As technology improves and deep fakes become more and more real and CGI becomes more like quicker and can can just do better <laughs> jobs. It's a little uh-huh. strange to know that someone's likeness could potentially be used in a way that is just like it's it's almost so freaking real like it's it's weird to me Mm -hmm. um it this doesn't necessarily mean that they will use him but they have the rights to if they want to for the next 20 Mm -hmm. years in mcu so i mean this might even be just like hey we want to include a picture of him in the back yeah around yeah this is what i was imagined that it was like you will see his photo you know you'll see his photo on the wall maybe though they will if they're doing a large digital crowd scene there might be a tiny stand back there i don't think they're gonna recreate him like the tupac hologram (laughs) imagine him like a Mm. stanley hologram right next to the tupac Wow, I hope they be friends. I hope so too. <laughs> this is the, the next stage. If you're going to have holograms, at least like have them interact with each other. Hologram to hologram. Not looking at us, the audience at all. Uh, it's like we're not there. They're not here for right. us. They're here to have a conversation with each other. Yeah. Speak be like, wow, Tupac, what comics did you read when you were a kid? <laughs> <laughs> maybe they have other things to talk about maybe they both have maybe. sunglasses maybe they do yeah what what's your favorite brand of sunglasses tupac <laughs> this is a wonderful question if stanley ever said the name tupac shakur aloud during his lifetime i wonder wow yeah, what, what, like, what did he think if he, like, hurt, like, what was his reaction? Like, at now I, like, re- YouTube reaction video, Stan Lee reacts <laughs> to gangster rap, to Tupac Shakur. <laughs> mm. that'd be funny. Um, but yeah, so that, that is a thing that uh, I, I guess uh, came out today that Marvel made that deal mm-hmm. there. Interesting. I... It does seem like something he would enjoy knowing that, that he can still appear in these movies that meant a lot to him. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the deal was made through his company. I think it's called POW Entertainment yes. or something. Purveyors like of wonder. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the deal is somehow through that with his estate and something like that but uh ho- ho- hopefully we get some more uh tasteful stan lee easter eggs sure, in yeah the mcu down the road so there you go uh star wars had a field day star wars uh, this week it kind of felt strange because it's it wasn't may the 4th and it wasn't star wars day like it wasn't the star wars celebration yeah. but i feel like we got the most star wars news this week rather than either of those stuff there was a big uh a big variety article uh that came out this this week which i did not get to read because it's behind a paywall um but i think they give you one of them for free like and i don't know if that's a per week or per month or just Right. Yeah. Like, here's, here's your first taste. Right. Um, 
And I was Do like, you crave oh. the variety. I, I wandered on this and I didn't plan on reading this whole thing. So I just wasted my one time. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. So you should at least let you come back to the same article multiple times. Really live in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something like that. So we got a lot of news. Uh, first up, John Watts, who just stepped down from directing the Fantastic Four. Mm. is developing a Star Wars show. We don't know much, but the project title is Grammar Rodeo, which is apparently oh, a that's reference to something in The Simpsons. That's all I know <laughs> about, about that. I don't know what Oh, it is. yeah, that makes sense. That's definitely something Lisa or, like, Martin Prince went to, like a spelling bee, a geography bee, a grammar rodeo. <laughs> So I saw that from from Eric Voss on Twitter, and he mentioned that, that that's what the project name was. I'm sure that was in the variety piece somewhere in there that I could not see. Um, but yeah, he, he said that's a Simpsons reference to one, one of the best uh, Simpsons uh, bits. But supposedly, this is a coming-of-age story about uh, four kids set after the original trilogy and during The Mandalorian. Um, so, uh, no, it's, it's not a Matt Groening-style uh, Star Wars animated oh. series. Uh, though that... I, if only. Don't they have... They, well, no, that's... They, they, they have a Family Guy one, but don't they have, like, a Simpsons-related... Like Star Wars thing, they've okay. been in The Simpsons, right? Like Luke and Leia. N not, not exactly. Mark Hamill was on. He played himself in an episode of The Simpsons once. That was delightful. There are the Family Guy Star Wars episodes. There are the Robot Chicken Star Wars episodes. There is, yeah. And then I have told you about Detours, correct? I think so. Remind this was me what an. This is. This was an animated show that George Lucas worked on with a lot of the creative team from Robot Chicken and various other animation and comedy writers that was I, I a Star Wars this. comedy show. And I think it was like a lot of little sketchy bits. It was animated and they made like 39 of them. They made like a full animated series of them. This was the last piece of Star Wars that George Lucas had direct creative input on. And it's then Disney the bought Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars Detours. Star Wars Detours. Okay. And like it didn't really fit in with anything. It's just sort of this oddball. I've never heard of comedy this. series unrelated to any canon. So it exists. Like it's done. Disney just hasn't released it. Uh, they, they've not announced that they are wow. going to release it. It's like the last piece of Star Wars. Like nobody can really get their hands on. But I think I read that like. There is a copyright for it that is still active, so it's it's possible, possibly plausible that they could release it one day. Yeah. Interesting. I had no idea that this existed. Yeah, you the, had the, some the, idea because I know I've told you this before. I, I've, I So I'm looking at the logo, which is this like super like 50s style sign. Yes. But with the Star Wars font and like it just it. We really does not look like something Star Wars, if yeah. that makes sense. Like it's yeah, it's it's an oddball just based on the logo. <laughs> yeah, imagine the whole show. I guess. Wow. Um. But yeah. No, did not know about uh Star mm. Wars detour. So yeah. So that explains why John Watts is now no longer on the Fantastic Four. Um, yeah, and I I think this sounds like a really good match for his style. He's really excelled with this coming of age stories in in the Spider Man movies. Yeah, this seems like a good place for him. I'm happy he's there. There you go. There you go. Uh, Ryan Johnson, who made uh, God, I, I don't even remember the name of the one that he made. It was the, the Middle Jedi. One. Yeah, the the second one in the new. Trilogy. Uh, so he was reportedly working on his own trilogy. I feel like that got put on the back burner a while ago, but they reconfirmed that it exists. Mm. Like it is, it, it exists in development, but it is still on uh -huh. the back burner. Like they're not focusing on this right 
Yeah. Now. I think because uh, he did Knives Out and then maybe nobody expected Knives Out to do that well. And he's making Knives Out 2 and 3. Yeah. Uh, A also, man of several his, trilogies. His star, cause they, they announced his trilogy before his movie came out. And then his movie came out right. and it was real controversial. So I, I, that was also mm. just like, well, OK, maybe think about this one a little bit more. Rethink it. You can focus on Knives Out for now, uh, but there's that. So. Yeah, which I, I, I hope he does come back to it. I did like a lot of what he did with The Last Jedi. I he's, mean he's to disrespect a- it by calling it the middle Jedi, but it is literally the one in the middle. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I hope that the popularity of Knives Out buys him some goodwill from people who didn't like The Last Jedi. Yeah, he's I mean, he's he's a great director, period. Like I it. It just it was one of those things of like it harkens back to a lot of things in Star Wars that a lot of people didn't like. But his other films usually are fantastic. Um, so mm-hmm. he, like, he, he has the chops to make something. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so to see him do his own thing on his own trilogy, playing in a space that doesn't necessarily need to focus on the Skywalker story or something like that uh, should be neat. It's on the back burner mm-hmm. for now. So yeah. uh, next up, Taika Waititi's Star Wars film. Forgot uh, about this one. Forgot about this one entirely. Yep. This one is uh, out there somewhere uh, is apparently being released before Patty Jenkins's Rogue Squadron film, which apparently got a little bit of a delay. And I know uh, mm. she's had some. I she 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 had if I'm remembering correctly she had some stuff some issues I think she said some stuff that was Mm. not great or something like that could be wrong on that though but um her movie got a bit of a delay but I'm super stoked for her movie on uh that one because it's Rogue Squadron and that's one one of my favorite Star Wars video games uh from back in the day. Um, but yeah, Taika Waititi's also making a Star Wars film. This guy's a busy dude. He's making very stuff busy all the time. We're watching him this week. We're watching Our Flag Means Death, and it's a delight. Yeah, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, next up in the Star Wars news, the Cassian Andor show is still happening this summer, uh, and it is wow. apparently the story of in. Imagurant watching his home become radicalized by the Empire. Uh, so I'm excited for that one. Should be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, then some smaller updates. Mandalorian season three is coming at uh, the end of 2022, start of 2023. Um, and Ahsoka's show is coming in 2023. Melissa, what do you say all right. to that one? All right. Indeed. I say all right. <laughs> I say good for her. I'm stoked. That's going to be a good, great <laughs> one. That's the one I'm like most exci- excited about. Like, give me the Ahsoka show. I need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then th- this one, I think, was the most interesting. We got more information on the Acolyte. Uh, apparently, yeah. it's going to be set 100 years before the Phantom Menace uh, and will be Ooh. about how the Senate got to the point where a Sith Lord could infiltrate it without a jedi noticing so gonna be that like mystery thriller uh thing happening in there and apparently there's some guy named paul right (laughs) space paul (laughs) space paul cosmic paul (laughs) paul of the stars (laughs) so yeah i'm 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 also super interested in the acolytes that is one that is i i think the most different um yeah it's different it's mysterious yeah so and i i just star wars i like the i like the architecture of the prequel trilogy sure i like the way all the buildings and settings looked uh and with this recent run of shows we've been very much uh in sand and i'm very happy that this gives us the opportunity to maybe go to Coruscant with some like skyscrapers and like massive Senate halls. 
yeah, it, I, everyone is kind of tired of like, why are we still in sand? Sand. I hate it. <laughs> Gets everywhere. Right. So there you go. That's all the big Star Wars news that happened uh, <laughs> this week. But it got me super excited because it, it, it felt like a disappointing May the 4th, kind of a disappointing uh, like Star Wars celebration at the end of uh, last month. So at least we got this big piece in variety. So exciting nice. stuff. Exciting stuff. Uh, well, that is uh, almost that. One more small thing, but I'll do that in ah! housekeeping uh, for, for pop culture news and all that stuff. But. Uh, now, I think, is the perfect time for us to take a quick break uh, and do some housekeeping. And then we'll be back with the second half of the show after that. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in the whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at the whatnots, patreon.com slash the whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. Uh, it means a lot that you guys want to support us and thank put you. your money towards us. It helps a lot. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, cool things that we have been up to uh, here at the Whatnots over on Crossplay. Uh, again, we've still been diving into our backlog of stuff as it's kind of a dry spell for video game releases right now. So I've been playing Cyberpunk 2077. It's been fantastic. Uh, I really like the game if it didn't have so many pr problems at launch probably would have been a game of the year contender so unfortunately it had a lot of issues which sucks so Kyle, um, yes melissa Kyle. what is your cyberpunk look like how'd you design your character so they have a really intense character creator uh where you can design everything from their hair to their eyebrows and what color they are to your piercings Ooh. to how big your breasts are to how big your genitals wow. are uh to what what <laughs> like what kind of g g g genitals you you have incredible all that stuff. uh how Helpful. does your voice sound is, is it more Ooh. feminine is it more masculine yeah um so i designed it with my girlfriend we are playing as a woman uh, she has like pinkish purple hair or like purplish pink hair is, I think, more more accurate. It's a bit of an um okay. beret, <laughs> okay. so it, it fades. Um, but uh, right now she's wearing uh, these goggles that like wrap around your head, but they don't connect in the center. Um, oh, OK. And she has like this like green and yellow looking jumpsuit kind of Thing, uh, and some some boots it's interesting because you pick up a lot of clothes in the game too because that helps to, like upgrade your armor and your health and all of that stuff but are not they just all on the ground looks good uh <laughs> no you can pick them up off of uh like people you kill or incapacitate okay. or okay. stuff like that but not all of the clothes look great, but sometimes they have better stats than what you have. So you oh. end up just with this like mix mash of stuff. And 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 you just you just look like a fucking goofball. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> the 
yeah. it's a goofball simulator. <laughs> it really is. Like you, you wear the stupidest stuff. So I just did a quest uh, where I, I, I knew it was a trap, but yeah, like, there's this like sketchy guy who's set selling this thing on the street. Not going to go into detail on what it is. You end up p- p- passing out. He t- takes you to some other location and sells you to a gig, 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 sells you to a gang. You wake up butt ass naked with no like none of your weapons, all of that stuff. And then you have to like escape the building with nothing. And so you have to like knock them out, steal their clothes. And so at one point I'm running around in like combat boots, a gun and uh like a, f- a fedora and, a gun. and that's it wow like, titties out flopping in the wind all the, all that stuff uh, j- i like, do i've got it. a question about the titties <laughs> yes now when you decide how big they are is there a slider or do you like pick a bra size <laughs> you, are you don't like pick 38 a bra size. d please um you you pick like small medium or large in this game oh okay. so it's not super it's not Three like options. a slider or stuff like that uh but you can also pick like the size of your areola too it's really weird (laughs) whoa yeah so you can do all that sort of stuff that's what i've been playing on uh on for for video game stuff on crossplay you can hear all about it uh on our video game podcast uh, on the review show this past week, we read some comics uh, called East of West, uh, written by Rick Remender, uh, sci-fi space adventure. Uh, it was an it was an interesting book to to say the least. Had a lot of really neat lore and world building, uh, and some. Wasn't very his name Jonathan person. Hickman? Did I say Rick Remender? I did say Rick Remender. I, said I know that, that on... is a I, that is a comics person, but I don't know. I don't know Rick Remender's credits. It's it's yeah, it's 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 Jonathan Hickman. I spaced on that. And now I realize I did the same thing on crossplay yesterday oh. when we recorded that. I said I said Rick Remender. I don't know why Rick Remender's names uh, keep uh, like his name keeps pop- popping up when I think of that book. Oh, well, sorry about that. Uh, Jonathan Hickman uh, wrote that stuff. So go go check out uh, the review show there. We got to talk about all of that. Uh, And uh, yeah, last but not least, there's a brand new trailer for She-Hulk out. The Disney Plus uh, show uh, for for She-Hulk just dropped their trailer um, yesterday, right as we got done recording crossplay. Uh, and so, Melissa, you jumped on uh, to join me for that. So, so did Ignacio. Talked about our thoughts on that. If you want to go watch our reactions, that's up on YouTube. Um, but yeah, I think that is kind of about it for housekeeping. However, Melissa's camera is frozen. Um, so I think we are g- g- going to take an actual break here for a sec. Uh, and then we'll be right back. After that, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, minor technical difficulties uh, there. But yeah, we just got done with housekeeping. So here we are. Second half of the show. Uh, all of that stuff. <laughs> Melissa, you have yes. a question uh, here uh-huh. for us to dive into. Let's let's dig in. So I mentioned that this week for the review show, we're watching Our Flag Means Death. And I don't know if you've gotten to it yet, but there's an episode where they crash a fancy dinner party on another ship. Yep. And and Steed is trying to show Blackbeard how to eat with all these different fancy forks. Like, it's so (laughs) many forks. And I'm like, have I I ever even seen that many forks? (laughs) Right. I I don't even know if a melon spoon is real or if this is fictional for the show. So I wanted to ask, what is the fanciest event you have ever been to and how many forks were there? Um, I'm, I'm not super fancy. I, I, I haven't been to very many like fancy things or fancy parties. Um, I think the closest you could say would be like a wedding reception, um, and stuff like that, where I've had to dress up or like a prom. 
Um, I didn't go to my high school prom, but I went to one that my church was putting on. Um, and it, it, it still had to like to dress up and do all that stuff. But I don't like that's where the fanciness stops. Right. Is like I, I had a matching tie and shoes and it matched right. her dress and that was about it. Like no fancy silverware, no like pinkies out champagne exactly. stuff. Well, you don't put your pinky out for champagne, Kyle. Well, I don't know. Nobody I'm does. not fancy. <laughs> maybe they you do. You put that and out I just for like know. a teacup. For, for it's for tea or like maybe a <laughs> tiny espresso. Not for champagne. Not for a flute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I've been the same. Like, yes, I, I've yeah. been to a prom. I've been to wedding receptions. I've been to places where men have worn ties. Uh, but yeah, I've never been anywhere that has unique silverware. And I want to get to that. I don't need so many silverwares, but I want like one kind I've never seen before. Like one weird fork for like a food, like a a seafood. This is a shrimp fork. Uh, This is a lobster knife fork or yeah, lobster thing. If you like seafood. But. I don't know. I think I lost Melissa again she's been having some issues with her discord uh which is no fun no fun at all uh in the meantime sam uh yes i i have also heard nothing but great things i'm watching it now i can definitely say thumbs up and also yes very gay um so if that interests you if you want a gay pirate comedy show thing uh it's good it changes tone it kind of changes what it is multiple times in there so don't let the pilot deceive you if you are uh not necessarily feeling the first one um but yeah it's 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 good i like it a lot um well let's see we might do a, a round two of be right back melissa may have to restart her discord uh thing uh so yeah we'll, we'll be back uh, again stay t- stay tuned here we are <sighs> second time my equipment updated is i don't even charm, know what hopefully. the problem is i don't know which piece to update you might just need better internet i don't know like pay for a, a like a higher tier i don't know but here we are we're back uh round two of trying to uh complete the podcast despite technical issues but things things are a lot better on your end like you're much more clearer uh you're not like it's kind of pixelated it's just like oh your your usual self now so full i assure you i don't full melissa (laughs) right because i don't have any pixels on my face in real life (laughs) hopefully not episode 200 of the captain's log we do it in, in, in person wow melissa there's pixels all over your face what's happening here we're just, we're just stunned at the clarity and definition wow so i looked real close you don't have any of those red green blue rgb dots weird i thought you always had those like we're just born with those stuff uh so fancy party stuff is what we were talking about here we were talking about assortments of forks if my internet's gonna cooperate i'm gonna look them up i'm gonna look up fancy forks fancy forks uh my roommates had or my old roommates in richmond had like like two or three oyster forks is that what they are the lobster fork I've See, I don't even know. Fan, so I'm in the Midwest. Like, I uh, for us, seafood is like, yeah, we made shrimp cocktail. We <laughs> we we grilled a salmon. Like, it's no, no silverware is involved. Oh my god, all these forks look the same. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what intimidates me. I want like one extra of each kind, one extra fork, knife, and spoon. Uh, gotcha. Uh, to start with and maybe like maybe if i do a lot of fine dining if i go to a lot of dinner parties 
then I can work my way up to where I've got like the whole spread for like two feet on either side of my plate. Just assorted utensils. Oh my God, a sugar spoon? I like the idea that I could just eat like a pile of sugar for dinner and I'd have a special spoon to do it with. Real robot-y. Internet does not like our conversation about silverware. They say, how dare you? Do all of that stuff. See, to me, fancy silverware is like, hey, I bought metal chopsticks. That's that's like, whoa, you are serious. You're you're a serious dude. You 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 like some some Chinese food or Asian food, Filipino food, uh, something like that. But that's that's fancy silverware to me. Just like, whoa, you made it in investment there. Um, well, you know, it has kind of been an hour. I might call it. I might just be like, hey, you know what? This is the end of the podcast. Bit of a wet fart at the end here. I get it. Not fun. Um, but hopefully Melissa's internet will be working better next week. She said she had a storm uh, where she was today, so that might be part of it. We're not sure, but uh, yeah, I definitely think it is Melissa's internet. Um, So yeah, she just logged off of Discord. So I think I'm going to call it there. Uh, If you guys want to find Melissa and follow her on Twitter, she is at WilkyWit. if you guys want to Identifying. follow me, I'm at Yo Kyle Springer. What does that mean? Uh, and if you guys want to follow all the cool things that we do here at the Whatnots when we don't have internet issues, uh, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like and uh, like, share, and subscribe. And we will see you all next time. <laughs>